when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Today, I'd like to talk about an epidemic. It's an epidemic in social media that uses polls and questions to try to create more engagement, thinking that that will probably create more sales. Some of these polls will get a thousand people to check one of the boxes, but the question is, does it lead people to the opportunity to have a sales conversation? Well, maybe. When you get down to business, the only thing that matters is sales, right? So when somebody posts a question and they get a ton of people answering it, or they do a poll and they get, say, a thousand people going in and taking their poll, Does it really lead to business? I've seen all kinds of tips and tricks over the years, but I'm here to tell you it just depends on who you're talking to and how you measure success. If you measure success by engagement, then yeah, it's very successful. If you measure success by sales, that's a different story. I have a client who tried everything. We set up a handful of websites to specific areas of their business, and each one had its own blog. And for years, that drove a lot of traffic specifically back to those websites. But they got so busy, they stopped actually blogging. So they came to me for some advice. They wanted to check on a company that would do ghost posting for them. Now, What I told them was, don't ghost post, just repost some of the old blogs and put it in social media, especially LinkedIn. Well, I'm here to tell you those results have been outstanding, but there was still pushback. They said to me it felt like advertising. Well, it is, sort of, but it's not. It's about awareness and getting the right people to take action when a topic resonates with them. And because people at the company are all connected together, they saw each other's posts and they felt like their audience was seeing their information too much. But each person has their own unique contacts, usually around 150, so that information spoke to their audiences. But they felt like it was just speaking to them. And that's because they were measuring the engagement on those posts not the results. First, it's posting articles and not ads. Not everyone will respond to every single post. That's why we set up those different blogs. Because if people needed service A, they would pay attention to that. And if people needed service B, they'd pay attention to that. And it would drive them back to a website meant to capture their information. So not every post that everybody had on their profiles was attracting 
exactly the right person for them, but it was attracting a group of people towards that business. So second, it's about amplification. Some of the team members balked about posting about one of the services that they didn't specialize in. But what makes this system work is it's about promoting the company and its range of services. It's not going to benefit just one particular person and their line of business. And third, it's about relevance. People were looking at their own or co-workers' accounts and saying, man, this is too much. But what they didn't realize is the algorithm limits who sees what. So if you go look at a specific person's profile, yes, you will see a lot of stuff. But in the newsfeed, not everybody is going to see that much information. So how do we differentiate between what most people think social media is and advertising. Well, advertising is about awareness. Think about the ads that annoy you the most on TV or even on the radio. 1877 cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. You know the rest of it. It just drives me nuts. But it does get your attention, right? Ads are there to create a shortcut to sales, but they're are no shortcuts in building B2B relationships. So what happens in the B2B world is different. So ads that create awareness can work when you have a structure for action in place and measure the right results. More on that later. Social media is about engagement. It's not a popularity contest, but that's the way that people tend to measure it. Polls and questions are the things that create the most engagement. But are they getting results? That's the key. So you have to determine what results you want. And results are measured in actions, sales, calls, conversations. If people see your post, they may click through to that content. But top of mind matters when somebody says, do you know a company that does this? And your ad sticks in their mind enough to say, yes, yes, I do. And they refer you to somebody else. Once they get back to your website, you can capture names and data, and that can help you realize real results. But it doesn't always work that way. For example, when companies say, how did you hear about us? Often you hear, the respondents say, on the internet. Okay, was that Google ads, Facebook ads, social media posts, emails? It could be anything. Billboards, right? They remembered you and your company, but they don't remember where they heard it. That's because in putting out posts and advertising, you're creating top-of-mind awareness. So my next point is make sure you're measuring the right stuff. Don't look at engagement. Look at the traffic at your website. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of traffic. It's people that are engaging with the right posts. And that's the key thing that you want to figure out. Try to capture names from there. Give something away. Try to get them to sign up for your email list. Don't just measure hits to your website. Measure conversations. And after a conversation, be aware of repeat engagement. 
For example, if you have a second conversation with somebody, ask them, have you seen any of our posts? Is there anything that caught your eye? You want to measure how those conversations are engaging and evolving. So let me leave you with a few final thoughts. First and foremost, the cost of repurposing all that content for my client, the old blog posts, was one-tenth of what it costs to do new ones. The real result in the business was, it was exploding. They had so much business, they barely had time to meet with me to talk about the results. And the last thing is, the more people that they can get to join in this program, the better the results will be. Every single one of those people has 150 connections. And if they can get 10 people to do this, that means 1,500 people will see their posts, and not all of them will be the same. But that increases their chances of having old content be the right thing at the right time for the right client to create conversations and generate sales. Remember, there's no I in team, but there is in time, and if what you're selling is that, you want more eyeballs on your solution. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>